What is going on, guys? My name is Nestor Sanchez or at Masternode One. Actually, I'm at Crypto Dilo now. Um, this is my boy, Rye the Crypto Guy. What is going on, guys? My name is Ryan Prenders of Rye the Crypto Guy. Thank you guys for tapping into today's podcast and I uh, hope you guys could pick up some gems. Absolutely. And we are the masternodes. We appreciate you guys for hopping on as always. Go follow my boy. Um, right now we are live on Instagram. So you guys can just click that follow button right there. Ride the crypto guy. Lots of great cryptocurrency content. And make sure to stay till the end to hear some additional resources that we have for you guys that'll get you more zoned into this cryptocurrency space. Yes, today's topic is going to be talking about crypto is falling. But why are we not or are we concerned? I mean, as you're going to be answering a couple of your guys' questions today uh, in terms of where we think the market's going to be headed and what we believe is in store. Definitely. So first things first, I would say I'm not really concerned. Um, I know this stuff happens all the time. Bitcoin is very cyclical, so it follows a certain cycle. It's not just up all the time as many people think. And I think the reason they think this is because they only hear about Bitcoin when it's doing good, right? And this is on purpose. So banks, big businesses, they choose to, um, you know, say a lot of great stuff about Bitcoin when things are topping out, when things are going really great in order for people to jump in during that time. And what these businesses do during that period is they start to sell. So these are some cycles that we go through um, with the media, with Bitcoin, with stocks, with all these other different asset classes. And, and it very much is kind of, in a way, you could really kind of see what is going on by looking in the past. So this has happened before, um, definitely um, a lot when um, we're looking at all different types of assets. So like I said, it's something that we have to go through. Um, it's, it's happened to all different assets, tech stocks, real estate, and it kind of just goes to show that this is normal. You know, um, this stuff happens all the time. It could be um, directly correlated to the economy, like kind of like right now, um, there's not a lot of people in work uh, due to COVID, due to all these different things that are happening just in the world, all these layoffs. So there's not a lot of money flowing into all these assets. In fact, a lot of people are selling to kind of stay afloat, to hold on to cash. And this is just the cycles that we go through. And I think this is actually good because, um, I mean, I'm pretty sure you guys are familiar with nature, right? The way it works is, you know, sometimes there's a forest fire, right? And in order for the next vegetation to kind of go through, they need all that dead plant matter, all the carbon and all the basically all the stuff from the fire in order to thrive in that next run. So whenever it's spring again, now all these plants have that nutrients to kind of grow. And I feel like this is kind of the same thing. You know, everything's on fire, stuff is collapsing, but this is what is needed in order to create that regulation, in order to create, you know, good standing, in order to have great exchanges. And this stuff has to happen in order for the cryptocurrency space to kind of grow as a whole. So me, I'm not really that concerned. Um, like obviously stuff happens like with FTX, that was pretty insane. But if you are keeping, um, you know, these standard protocols of not using an exchange as kind of like your wallet or bank account, but instead using it as an airport, 
Um, you know, one of my mentors had actually said, you want to use a cryptocurrency exchange like an airport. You don't stay at the airport, right? You go, you get in and you get out of there, right? To the actual destination. That's what it should be. You should be buying your cryptocurrency, getting it off those exchanges and having control of it in order to actually be more secure with your cryptocurrency. Yeah, I think um, I, 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 you touched on some pretty valid points there. And, and going back to the original question, why are we not or are we concerned? Um, I think from an investor's perspective, it's concerning because, you know, we're losing money in our uh, portfolios. But from a trader's perspective, it eases my concern as an investor. Like if I was looking at it, not knowing or not having any trading knowledge, I think I would be concerned like everyone else right now that has their crypto on like exchanges or on cold storages. Um, but for me, being a trader, I understand that the market is just going through its cycle. It's cyclical. These things are supposed to be happening. Now, the negative news that's around uh, cryptocurrency right now is something I did not expect. Uh, but I don't think anyone really expected, you know, a, a 20 something year old to take billions of dollars and, and, you know, destroy people's lives. <laughs> but, you know, at the end of the day, I believe that, you know, it, it really is still just going through the motions. It's going through what it needs to go through. We expected it to reach around the, or I expected it to reach around the 10,000 to $12,000 range. That's exactly where it's headed to. Um, and so with that being said, me and me being a trader and understanding that everything is cyclical about this market, I feel like that really eases my concerns. And I'm really not concerned about where the future of crypto is headed. Um, I believe after everything that's been going on with FTX, Celsius this past year, um, and a bunch of like other small companies, BlockFi, um, I believe that it may be a while um or maybe not so much a while but it may be a little bit before things get back on track and and people start having faith again um in the cryptocurrency community cryptocurrency space but i believe in the meantime things are still going to be driving uh thriving things are still going to be working in the motions you're still going to be having improvements with you know um these exchanges, improvements with protocols, improvements with new coins, uh, NFT integration. This is not going anywhere. It may be working in the background, but it's still going to be working just the way it did back in 2011 when it first came out. It was working in the background until 2016 when it started to become more popular, 2018 when it really gained its peak during that time, died down a little bit. And then again, back in 2020, picked up again. You know, it, it just... It's, it's just going to be working itself in the background, always constantly improving, always working to find a way to become better. So that way, once the next time it comes around where, you know, you're going to have a boom, people are going to be like, oh, you know what? I actually really like this protocol. Last time during the last bear market, it didn't do so well. Um, but this time around, you know, it's really just running on all four cylinders. You know, it's really pushing it to the max and actually... I could see the potential that this project has. Yeah, absolutely. And I think you kind of touched on the next question is what direction do we expect to crypto to go? Um, and then you said, hey, it's going to kind of, um, we expect it to kind of hit, you know, lower lows. And I think you're um, kind of on the money right there because 
of all the things that we were kind of going over, you know, got interest rates, inflation, um, all these things that are happening in the background that cause um, this because of the, like the global economic standpoint that we are. Mm -hmm. And um, like, like we were saying, it's kind of cyclical. Um, we don't expect it to just hit up and, you know, just forever go up. And um, the reason we get these numbers, you know, 10 to 12, it's not just from thin air. We don't just think these things, but we actually go back to past market data, um, check the lower lows, the lowest that it's hit, or even zones where, hey, this is where movement happened back then. So this is where we expect these buyers to come in and sweep, you know, just put in a lot of liquidity in order for it to go up. So, um, yeah, I think Ryan's right on the money. I think we still have a little bit lower to go. We are in a bear market. There is a lot of stuff going on, especially if interest rates go up again. Um, what that kind of means when interest rates go up, the dollar gets stronger. And because the dollar is stronger, other assets that are compared to the U.S. dollar are relatively weaker. Right. Mm -hmm. So that's kind of how things work. Um, so vice versa happens right if inflation starts going crazy like it did the last two years remember that right during covid inflation was insane high rates nine percent eight percent we were hitting very high rates and what happened with our assets well they went up right so you can kind of see the different correlations of things happening interest rates go up assets go down vice versa and um yeah we expect some more interest rates to go up um, just to kind of control that inflation that happened the last few years. Yeah. And getting back to it, um, how I, you know, mentioned uh, BTC's, you know, price range or targeted price range of 10 to 12,000. And then going back to how you said uh, that there is a, you know, it's all about analytics. We look at the data, we look at past history of where we think the market is going to be headed. Um, it's This is a generally agreed upon range for a lot of traders that I know. Um, but when it comes to like, okay, but how'd you get that data? It's all about psychology. You know, um, when it comes, when there is, or whenever you're looking at a market, you can see in the market itself, people's reactions to certain price movements. Everything is all about psychology whenever it comes to, you know, learning how these markets work. And I think that's why we have the generally agreed upon um price range for bitcoin because of that um now going back to it you know i i do believe that we are going to see um some type of movement soon how soon you know i'm not a genie i can't go ahead and say yeah it's going to happen you know right now and or it's going to happen you know in a couple months from now but i i personally believe that we are going to see some type of sharp movement soon. And uh, especially, you know, with the, in, with the recession around the corner, I mean, basically we're in a recession already and it's crazy how much the, our government is downplaying the fact that we're in a recession. Like literally I, uh, we, we talk about this all the time on our um, I am Academy meetings where they quite literally changed the definition of what a recession is just to ease consumers like, like it's crazy they change the definition in real time like in 4k <laughs> like and so thinking about that i really believe we are in a recession already however it's gonna hit even harder going into next year so make sure you guys prepare for that because whew, yikes 
Yeah, and I think that's totally true what you're saying. It's like uh, more psychology rather than, okay, this is all strict numbers. And that's what's crazy. A lot of people don't understand that the things that run the market, um, they're big businesses, first off, banks. Mm -hmm. um, you got institutions, you got laws and all these other things. But underlying all that is greed, fear, um, even sometimes envy, right? You see other friends, you know, people pocket watching and you're seeing, oh, my friends made $10,000 on Bitcoin. That's crazy. I have to hop in now. Uh, you know, this is only going to be, you know, it's only going to last for a little bit. I have to hop in. That's where FOMO comes in. And you see all these different uh, emotions that you wouldn't think, you know, people always think of investors and traders as like, you know, hey, they're math guys. They're they're all running the numbers. It's all about percentages. Mm -hmm. In reality, it, it's a little bit about the percentages, 100%. But um, a big part of why these percentages work out is because of all these emotions that humans feel that actually run the market. So uh, it's pretty crazy, um, like looking at that stuff um, from like a personal perspective, because you feel all these feelings, right? Um, I felt all this, you know, I've gone through the whole cycle, literally, from all the way at the bottom to where it's like, oh, I'm very scared. I don't know what's going to happen to Bitcoin. And then I saw it climb and I was like, whoa, this is crazy. I have to make more money with this. And that's where I felt greed, you know, and then it started climbing even more. I started putting in even more and I had to tell everyone. Right. And all my friends were like, OK, that's interesting. Maybe I'll look into it. And they felt it at the top. Right. Right. When Bitcoin hit 69,000, I had more people asking me about Bitcoin than now. That's pretty insane. Right. So why is it that they're asking me at the tops, but not when they can get it at the cheapest? And that is kind of once you break out of that mold of, OK, I'm letting my emotions run my investing. That's when you start to become a real investor um, and someone who actually makes good moves um, within the market. Yeah, I think uh, I think you're right. The, the whole thing that you were saying is, you know, they're asking me at the tops. It reminds me of that image where there's like two windows. I don't know if you see me. It's like Bitcoin above and then shows a price of like sixty nine thousand. A bunch of people are in line for it. And then when it's like 18,000, there's like no line for it. It's like no one wants it. But like, why wouldn't you want it at a cheaper price? And speaking about Bitcoin, uh, that moves us on to the next question. Is Bitcoin still the lead in the market? If not, who is? And this is pretty interesting because whenever you're, you're looking at, you know, market movement and, you know, who who's really up in the market, uh, you always see Bitcoin as number one. Right now, Bitcoin's market cap is 329 million. Uh, I'm sorry, billion, uh, $41,226. Um, and right below that, oh, actually, 100,000 million billion. Yeah. And, and right below that, we have Ethereum at around $154.4 billion, which is roughly half of what Bitcoin's market cap is. Um, now, whenever we're looking at, you know, the flipping event, that's what everyone's talking about. When is the flipping going to happen? And that really refers to uh, when Bitcoin is going to, I'm sorry, when Ethereum is going to flip Bitcoin and take the number one spot. I think Bitcoin is still going to remain the lead uh, for a while. However, I do believe one day we will see a flipping. But what's weird is I don't think it's going to be Ethereum. I think that there's going to be some other coin 
that comes up out of the blue, out of nowhere, and just completely takes over the game. But I don't think that's going to be soon. I think the flipping is, I personally think the flipping is going to happen sometime after all the BTC is mined. Once all the hype around BTC is up there and, and really all the, all everyone is kind of like just locked in whenever it comes to like who owns BTC and how much of BTC they own. I think the flipping event could happen after that. But what do you think, Nestor? Yeah, I, I'd actually have to disagree with that point. Um, for those of you guys who don't really know, um, Bitcoin goes out in cycles. So that's kind of what he was talking about. Um, they basically have a strict kind of supply. So Bitcoin has a certain amount coming out. I think it's right now 6 point something per block, 6.25 um, Bitcoin. Um, it's coming be. out per block. And then every four years, it cuts in half. So there's a smaller, smaller amount every single year that's coming out in terms of Bitcoin. So when all the Bitcoin are mined, it's going to be around 2,100 around there. Um, and we know that because we could literally do the math, which is crazy. What With the U.S. dollar, we cannot do that. We don't know when the how much U.S. dollars being mined. I mean, minted, I guess. Um, in reality, it's not minted at all. It's just put it in the computer um so we don't really know um with the us dollar but with bitcoin we do know and um that's going to be a long time from now and i think with bitcoin and cryptocurrency i would say in general um it moves a lot faster right so um i think that's just because the fact that it's global um the fact that it's online um a lot of these different things play huge factors in how fast um these things develop so when you think about back in the day they had no internet how could they have all these great ideas out there? How could they have all these people collaborating on one, um, you know, global thing? But right now, anybody can collaborate. Anybody can make amazing um, cryptocurrencies using everybody in the entire world. So I think it's going to move a lot faster than we think. Um, just like the, the internet, right? It's gone absolutely insane from its conception, right? Before it was just, hey, let's play little games on computers, solitude. Now um, we can literally play Call of Duty at, you know, 180 frames per second and um, all across the world while talking to each other. So it's like pretty insane just the development in terms of video games. So you can imagine the development on a global scale for a global system with monetary policy. So like there's a lot of things that I feel like is going to develop so fast and it's just going to blink and we're going to be like, oh, OK, there's all this stuff that could happen right now. But I think there's going to be a lot more bloodshed from before then. Um, but like what Ryan was saying, I don't even know if it's going to be Ethereum, right? There's a lot of problems coming up with Ethereum right now um, in terms of like scaling and getting better. But ultimately, I think they're um, one of the ones like front heading all this, right? They're the ones like basically getting all these people to collaborate on one system, which is Ethereum system. And it could be very, very great because they have all these people on there. But if something is better, what are they going to do? They're going to move, right? So I think that's going to be huge. Like Ryan was saying, it could be something completely out of the blue. That's just like, you know what? This system is just better. This system just makes more sense. This system is cheaper, it's faster. So why wouldn't we utilize it? And I think uh, what Ryan is saying is, is right on the money as well. Um, I don't know. I think there's going to be a flipping for sure. Um, Bitcoin is not meant to be like an all-around cryptocurrency like Ethereum. 
Um, Bitcoin was meant to be kind of like a store of value, similar to gold. Um, when you think about gold, where it is right now, gold can be used for some things, right? In terms of like technology, you can use it. You can have a gold plate of something and it'll be super cool. But um, in reality, you can't really use gold uh, like, you know, as you would with silver per se. Silver has a lot more use cases than gold. And um, it even though it costs more for gold, um, it's not the best. And um, I think a Bitcoin is kind of like similar, you know, um, you can use it to have a store of value. You can use it to send and receive money, but you can't use Bitcoin to um, like even exchange right now with Ethereum, right? You can use Ethereum to exchange um, Uniswap. You can use it to exchange different tokens. You can use it to run different applications. You can use it to game. You can use it to trade, to buy NFTs. With Bitcoin, you can't, can't do that. So I definitely think that it's going to have some flipping. And I think it's going to be a lot sooner than we expect. Hmm. Now moving on to our last question of today's podcast. When do we think the market will pick itself back up? And now this is a very interesting question uh, that... We actually talk about a lot in our um, IM Mastery classes. Uh, essentially, what me and us are a part of is something called IM Mastery Academy um, that teaches you, you know, A through Z on how to trade cryptocurrency stocks, uh, how to learn e-commerce, how to travel, how to uh, become a social media influencer. Uh, if you guys ever have any questions about that, please reach out to us. And we'll go ahead and get them answered. But uh, this is something that is brought up a lot in our uh, sessions. And whenever we're talking about it, you know, we always say, you know, always do your own research. Everything that we talk about is, you know, it's not financial advice. We're, you know, it's just us kind of chanting and ranting about things. <laughs> but I believe that it could maybe happen around the next happening, which isn't scheduled until June 17, 2024. Um, if we look at past history and past data of charts, we generally see um, this like huge upper upward momentum during a happening event. Uh, this kind of leads to a downward spiral in the market, followed by consolidation, leading up to the next happening event, and then we see another skyrocket. So what I think could happen uh, is the same thing. You know, right now we're in that weird downward uh, motion, that bear market. I believe that eventually we will move into a consolidated state, most likely within 2020, 2023. And from there, we would then move into a kind of pumping up motion uh, leading up until uh, June of 2024, when we'll go ahead and possibly run into another bull market now again this is all just based off of looking at past data on what is happening during the happenings before um you know always make sure you guys do your own research and nothing is guaranteed you know i can't i'm like i said i'm not a genie i can't predict what's going to happen but generally this is what happens uh after a happening and right before one so i i believe we're still going to see the same movement but what do you think nestor yeah, I, I would tend to agree with you on that position. Um, I don't know if the the dates are the exact. I mean, like you said, no one can really predict this stuff. 
Um, but yeah, generally we see consolidation right now. I think we're gonna hit a low um pretty soon. I would say like within the next, I would say year, we would definitely be hitting the you know bottoming out, and then we kind of go up on a little uptrend. Um, I don't think we're gonna see explosive growth like we see we we hear about from Bitcoin. Um, we usually see these explosions. Um, but I don't think we're gonna see that till like you said that next happening. And like we kind of know and understand is um bitcoin kind of leads the cryptocurrency market so um, when this stuff happens if bitcoin is rising then we're going to see a lot of other altcoins rise we're going to see ethereum go up as well and um yeah it's pretty cyclical like we kind of mentioned in the beginning um this is all according to plan which is crazy um if you kind of look at the past data and project it out to the future we're seeing it's kind of basically falling into what we were looking at before and we're gonna you know bottom out i don't think we're gonna stay at the bottom very long um so you know dollar cost averaging right now into bitcoin into cryptocurrencies that you believe in and that you've researched um would be very interesting especially during this time because like we said we're i don't think it's gonna stay at the bottom forever i think it's gonna slowly move its way up and then we're gonna see boom an explosion once um, this happening happens, and I'm pretty sure we're going to get a lot of um, bullish news. Um, you know, I think country is definitely going to integrate it into a lot of different things. Imagine if you're able to pay your taxes with cryptocurrency. Well, if a portion of the population decides to do that, then you can understand how much it would have to grow in order for that to happen. And the U.S. is not one of the biggest countries in the world. But I think it has a lot of say onto what happens for the rest of the world. So once we have the U.S. integrate all this stuff, I think all these other countries are not going to be falling far behind. So um, I think, yeah, it's going to be, you know, consolidating for a bit. And then we're going to see this explosion followed by people accepting it, people adopting it, people, you know, using it a lot more. And then that's just going to push it even farther. Mm -hmm. And then. Like we said, it goes in cycles. So it's going to go up, but it's not going to go up forever, guys. So this is something that I didn't have the foresight to look into before. And this is something that I'm changing um, when I kind of enter this space again. Well, I'm already in it, but like, you know, going back into, um, you know, dollar cost averaging and all that stuff, um, I am going to take profits on the way up. And that's just something that I didn't do before, but um, I did in a way. Like when I, when Bitcoin was all time highs, bro, I went on so many vacations, but I didn't necessarily take profits with intention of getting back into the market at lows, you know, and the reason I was doing it, I mean, it was because I was more of a beginner, right? I wanted to make my portfolio very simple. I didn't want to have to deal with taxes. I didn't want to have to deal with, you know, all that mess. But now I understand if I did deal with it a little bit better, well, I would have been able to be way farther ahead into how I can do this. And I want to be a little bit more active in terms of investing and, you know, kind of putting money into my portfolio and basically making this my job. So I can't just be passive um, when investing um, for my position. And I cannot say that for you. I don't want to be projecting things onto you guys because you guys all have different scenarios than I do. So um, ultimately, that's something that I'm going to fix and kind of work with um, later on. But definitely I do. Um, I'm very excited, honestly, for right now. 
Um, for those of you guys who are not excited for this journey that we're going through, I think you should understand cryptocurrency a bit more and then you'll be right there with me. <laughs> yes, most definitely. Well, that wraps up today's podcast. Thank you guys for tapping in. Much appreciated. As always, remember to follow and subscribe to our, on our social media accounts on Instagram, Facebook, LinkedIn, TikTok, and Twitter, all at The Master Notes. Our visual podcast experience can be found on YouTube and our audio podcast experience can be found on Spotify, Apple Podcasts, Stitcher, Google Podcasts, and all your other favorite podcast sources. Remember to visit our website, www.themasternodes.com and subscribe to our email list to receive the latest and greatest cryptocurrency information. Absolutely, guys. And we also have other resources for you, like our Discord. That Discord is going to give you guys the announcements when we're going live. Um, we're going to have news information on there, things you need to know for sure. We have an FAQ section that is very underrated, I would say. Um, you can get in there and basically get the basics of what you need to know with cryptocurrency based on the questions that a lot of people ask. You know, we've taught so many different people. So we understand kind of how this process works, how um, they kind of think about this stuff. So we put all that great information in that FAQ section. So if you're interested in that, send us a DM using Discord, send anything that says Discord, and we'll send you that Discord link so that you guys can be a part of that great community. And then we also are a part of a university, like Ryan was saying, it's an online university that is global. Um, that helps people learn about cryptocurrency, about stocks, about e-commerce, basically gives you, um, takes you from zero to hero, all in one course, all in one go. And it's not just, hey, watch this video and you'll be fine. We have educators that are top tier, that are teaching you live that are going into trades with you, that are helping you kind of understand the different software that we have in order for you to be as profitable as you can be. And if you are interested in that, you could just text us. Um, you can send uh, something right now, you know, in the comments, just put I am and we'll get you plugged into that. Um, as always, guys, we appreciate you guys for being on our live and also on our podcast. Um, have yourselves a great day and try your best to choose kindness. Yes. Thank you, everyone, for tapping in. Much appreciated, as always, and bless up. Here at the Master Nodes, we are not making any claims as to income you may earn. Before entering any agreement, please use caution and seek the advice of a professional advisor, such as attorney or financial advisor. Please ensure your own research is done before investing any money into the market.